Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Advice from a Call Center Geek, the Call Center Contact Center podcast. We try to give you some actionable items to take back in your contact center, improve the overall quality, improve your agent experience, hopefully improve the customer experience as well. My name is Tom Laird. I am the CEO here at Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 500 to 600 seat call center outsourcing organization. How's everybody doing? Man, it's uh, I cannot believe it is almost May. As we're recording this, it is the 29th of April. This year is flying. And maybe that's good, I guess, depending on where some of us are at. But uh, interesting. Hey, a couple quick things. And I think that this can add some value to you guys. So number one, we have a LinkedIn group that you all need to join. It is the uh, Call Center Tips and Tactics group. And basically, it's just people talking about call centers, asking questions about it, people helping people in the industry. So if you ever have a question or you know, want to bounce some ideas off people, that's a great, great place to go. Everybody's been really awesome there. Um, the other thing that I am doing, and I'm having a ton of fun with, I had three people that I spoke to yesterday, I have two more that are scheduled for today, is in the group, and or if you just go on my personal LinkedIn, the, the, my Tom Laird um, individual LinkedIn, there's, there's a link in a post for just a 15-minute conversation Zoom call with me where you can ask me anything you want. Like if you have any call center questions, if you have any operational questions, any technology questions, uh, you want to learn about NFTs or talk about NFTs or crypto or any of that, I'll, I'm, <clears throat> I'm open to that as well. Um, but uh, it's something that I think can add some value, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i put a link to that as well, I think, in the show notes for this if, if any of you are interested or, or have any questions as well. So I want to talk about a hot topic today, and I'm kind of surprised that I really haven't touched on it before because it, it does come up a lot in, in conversations and questions to me, and it's it's what's the proper way to pay associates? Uh, what is the, you know, what are some of the tactics that people are using when when we're paying? And also, you know, that goes right along with the payment is, is how do we tier agents, right? If we have agents that are really good and can do multiple skills, right? How do we kind of show them our love, right? Do, do we give them more money? Should we bonus them out more? And we need to reward that, right? Because it is, they're doing more. We need to make sure that, you know, we're we're thinking that through. So, let me give you a caveat is there's a million different ways to do this. I know a lot of you have really good pay plans and, and how you attack this stuff. I'm going to give you ours and some tips that I have found over the years of, of kind of best scenarios and, and some things to watch out for. But basically how we do it here at Expedia is everybody comes in at, at a base rate. 
you know, everybody makes their base rate. They make their base rate through training. We do give a, um, every single year, um, give a percentage bump, right? So to their pay, whether that is, <clears throat> you know, 50 cents an hour, I think that's pretty much what it is. So 50 cents um, for every year that you work, you're getting an extra, you know, bump. Um, also, as you know, we do the attendance multiplier in the streak. I'm not going to get into that in this podcast. We dedicated a whole podcast to our attendance um, and how we pay associates and bonus them out for just coming to work every day. If you are interested in that, it has improved our attendance by about 30%. Check out that podcast. It was a couple months ago. But we're just talking kind of base rates and and, and, and how we tier people and then pay them off of tiers. So again, we have a base rate. They're getting a, you know, kind of an annual uptick. And then we also tier our agents in certain ways. So when you come in, you're a, you're a CSR, right? A customer service agent, uh, representative, you know, however you want to kind of use your acronyms. Um, and then we have our team leads, right? And team leads are, have a different pay schedule. So if you know, the, you can become a team lead, you're going to get paid a little bit more. Um, we also have supervisors then that team leads, you know, can become management trainees, which has a bump, which then can become a supervisor. So that's kind of a path, right? To the management level, but there's also a path kind of on the rep level, right? So <clears throat> we have a regular CSR, then we have a CSR senior grade, right? So this is probably most of the time, this is somebody who still only knows maybe one program, but they're really good at it, right? They've been here for maybe two years, three years. They've been on the same program with the client. Um, they know it inside and out. They're going to help with training. You know, we're going to see, you know, some of the associates that may be struggling with them, right? So these CSR senior grades, they do get a, a kind of a bump in their hourly rate as well. And then we have our kind of our our top tier agents that we call our USAs or universal service agents. And it kind of worked out with the USA and the XPV USA and, you know, the branding of that kind of worked out as well. <clears throat> so again, from the, from the CSR level, we have CSRs, CSR senior grades and universal service agents. The difference between a USA and the CSR senior grade is basically they know multiple programs. If we ever need them to run, you know, inbound, outbound, do chat, take emails for, you know, two or more clients, uh, they're they're will ready, willing, and able to do that. So, you know, they deserve to be paid kind of on the highest tier. So we have our our and some of these guys they don't want to be supervisors, right? They they like what they do, they like their program, you know, they're not fit to to maybe, you know, worry about other people. They're just, they want to come to work every single day, do an awesome job, have an attitude and effort that, you know, that matches what we're looking for and and go home. And there's nothing wrong with that. you know, we, you need people like that. So they're awesome, right? So they need to be rewarded just because they're not a supervisor. They probably add, you know, as much value. And they're the ones that are doing a lot of the frontline work when you need something or if there's an emergency or if, you know, we have spikes that we were not forecasted you know, because you know an email went out accidentally. So all these customers are starting to call us, right? Those are the ones that you're going to lean upon. So then you need to, you need to pay them more. So that's kind of how we do, you know, really our tiering. Um, now, again, we will take our CSRs and start to kind of cross train them within the program, right? Especially if there's chats and emails and voice or SMS, 
um, any of that, right? And and we'll kind of get them on the path to becoming a senior grade. And this, it's cool to have multiple tiers. And to be honest, we should probably add a couple more uh, because it does show progression, right? You don't want just somebody staying at their base rate as a CSR for three years, right? They're going to leave. Um, so you need to be able to show progression. And you show progression by, you know, having different levels um, and different pay rates for those guys. Uh, we do have a shift differential as well, right? So, you know, it's easy to have somebody work, a, you know, an eight to four or nine to five, but it can be a little bit more difficult to do that, you know, that three to 11. Um, and then obviously there's a third shift because since we're 24 seven, you know, there's a, a differential for third shift as well. So, you know, the base rates for those are a little bit different. Um, I don't really want to get into exactly what our base rates are. You know, I'm pretty transparent with everything, but everybody is so different. I don't think that it, it helps, you know, because a, a call center again in Erie, Pennsylvania is totally different than a call center in San Francisco or New York or uh, St. Louis, right? Right. With what you can pay your associates and, and kind of what they're expecting. So, you know, I, I think it's just important, again, when you do your agent analysis meetings, and if you don't know what that is, again, check that podcast out. Uh, I think it's really important. We had a, a talk yesterday with, it was a bank down in Miami, and they were awesome, right? And, and their call center's great. I mean, they're doing a great job. I mean, there was very little that I really could give them, right, other than, you know, some tweaks and some engagement things. But, you know, one of the things that we did talk about was engaging the reps through progression, right? And and having the agent analysis meetings where you're taking 15 minutes to sit down off the phones every single week with one of your associates, and you're not going to beat them up. This isn't, this is supposed to be kind of a nice, kind of take a breath. Let's talk about how you did last week. Let's talk about your goals. And you need to spend a large portion of that on progression and find out, you know, what makes them tick and what do they want to do? Do they want to be a supervisor? Do they like being on the phones and they just want to advance in there and, and become a USA or, or, you know, whatever your top tier agent is? Um, you know, talk to them. It's important that, that you're showing that there is a progression in your organization, that you do care about the individual associate, that you're just not there to answer calls, but that you actually care about, you know, their well-being and what's happening to them in their career. Um, and that's really how you, you kind of, <laughs> you get people to stay when they when they have that buy-in. So again, I, I I think it's okay to to run multiple things. It's okay to if you're an internal center to do email chat, right? We talked about that, maybe having a core email team and a core voice team, and then you know, double skilling, you know, outside of that, right? You have your universal service agents that can do a lot. And then, you know, it's okay as well. You know, if you, I, I believe in core teams, right? So a core tech support, a core customer service and a core sales. Uh, but if you have associates that can do it, you know, I totally believe in cross training and, and not leaving people siloed, right? And let them kind of advance if they want to do that and then pay them more, right? Because you're getting more bang for your buck if, if you can take an associate to do multiple things. Now, I'm not saying you force everybody to do that because that's going to be a disaster. But again, if you stick kind of with the core teams, double scaling out of that, and then taking those reps and understanding what levels and tiers they're at, paying them a little bit more, taking your top, top level associates as well. And when I say top level, I'm not talking about program proficiency, but top level to your culture, right? I probably should have talked about that, right? Because just because you are a great producing associate doesn't really mean right you could be a great leader but if you're 
if you're exemplifying the culture, right, and the pillars of the culture of the organization, you know, that's a pretty a pretty good tell that you're probably going to be a good leader if 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 the if the culture's right, right? If the, if the culture's well defined. So, you know, if if you have somebody who's just for us attitude and effort, they're coming in every single day. They have an unbelievable attitude. They're here every single day. Um, they're kind of a pleasure to be around. They're doing a really good job. You want more of those people that have your culture. And so again, moving people along for for uh, for the job that they do is important. But then, you know, when you get to that management level, making sure that it's not just the job that they do, but there's an extra tick that needs to happen. And that's, they need to be, you know, exemplifying in, in kind of the leaders of your culture on the floor. So again, I, I there's no rocket science here, um, but I know it can be difficult when you're first starting out and you're thinking of how to pay people and how to reward people. You know, so we just talked about the base stuff here, right? We're not even talking about games that we play or, or kind of maybe some commission-based stuff, right? But just really how you, because that stuff can come and go. This this base rate and these tiers are really what people are depending upon, you know, day in and day out for what they're going to get. So make sure that you kind of build that out that way. But I think that's the the best way to do it, have two or three tiers on your rep level, have two or three tiers on your management level on the floor, you know, show some progression that they can get paid and move up to different levels. And and I think you have a, a pretty good payment structure for your for your organization, for your team, and one that, you know, will make your your agents happy. Um, but just, just don't stick to the, hey, you know, we pay $14 an hour and that's what you're going to get. And if you become a supervisor, it's 17 Like, I think that's the mistake that a lot of people make. You got to show more progression than than just, you know, one or two tiers. But, you know, having six tiers, right, three in a, a rep level and three in a management level, I think is is kind of the starting point for for something that could be kind of cool. So, again, hope that helps. Love to hear some feedback. I'll talk to you guys next week.